Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 41, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy's Rob Jelly the Jelly Man. <laughs> Late last night and the night before, Jelly Man, Jelly Man, knocking on your door. That makes me sound really, really creepy. You're creepy, basically. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I do creep around in the dark. That's <laughs> a fair statement to make. Then, yeah, absolutely. How are you, Squire? I'm good. Thank you very much. Very good. I've been busy. Yeah. Busy with music stuff and busy with film stuff. And, you know, you saw we discussed it. Um, so, you know, at the end of the year, when you have the kind of end of year charts, biggest selling things of the year. Yep. Um, and I do a lot of cassettes with my label, Post Pop Records. Um, and out of the top 40, 35% of the bands ha- were, had tapes from me. 35% of the top 40 were, were bands that I did. That's mental. That's a monopoly. That's insane. That's what you call... If any Four, other... 12... 14 of the top 40. Yeah, it's around that. Something like that. Made a cassette with post-pop yeah. records. That's, that's Bands like uh, Low, uh, Lower Than Atlantis, Star Sailor, Maximo Park... Royal Blood. You did Ash last year, didn't you? Uh, I did Ash a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, Uncle, Feeder, Creeper. Just tons. It's amazing, man. It's awesome stuff. Yeah. But and now that, I need to keep up for this year, 2018. Well, yeah, this yeah. is the thing. You've set a precedent now for the year. So, yeah. like, 2017 was there. And now 2018 has to be at least at the same level. Yeah. If not better. Well, basically, like, if I was at, like, Sony or something, I'd, I'd get complaints about having a monopoly. I've basically got the monopoly in Europe for tapes. Because nobody else knows how to do no it. No one really. else can match you, mate. That's the thing. Yeah. That's well, the thing. to be honest, I, I encourage the competition, but I've got massive head start now. So <laughs> it's really so you difficult. Might as well not bother. No, do you know what? Like, there's there's been people have emailed me and said, I want to start a, ca- a cassette label. How do I do it? Help them out straight away. Give them all my contacts. Um, I'm not precious so about it. You're a good egg like that, Mr. Yeah. J. Shepherd. You are a good egg. Yeah. So, uh, music this week, bit of writing, bit of television. Yeah, you know. Of course, you've got to wait to watch a few shows this week for this. That's right, yeah. And we're doing a double episode today. Yeah, we so. we're going to do two back to back. And yep. um, I noticed you have brought some things with you uh, <laughs> that look like. Well, they're called caffeine bullets. Yes. What? what I, I assume they are what they say on the wrapper. Yeah. So basically, uh, our, last Saturday, um, I helped out uh, with another podcast called Bad Boy Running. Um, and it's a running podcast, basically. And they came in. Uh, I recorded some stuff for them, as being the super producer I am. And uh, one of them runs a company that makes a, a supplement called Caffeine Bullets, which are basically caffeine sweets. Um, I guess while you're running around, have you, have you had one? I've had one, and it's strong. What uh, does the trick? You haven't with- slept since the the. I haven't slept since Saturday. <laughs> My urine glows in the dark. It's currently, it's currently now Thursday. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should try one. <laughs> Rob is going to try it. Go for it, Rob. All right, in it goes. Okay. Let's see what happens over the next couple of hours, shall we? So you're hyper already. So it's 41 and 42 might be a bit more interesting than usual. <laughs> that, and we've got Shandy on the go. Yeah. So 0.9%. It's really going to be an absolute rock and roll uh, <laughs> journey for the next couple of hours. <laughs> Sit tight. Um, shall we get straight on to format, my friend? Let's get straight um, on to format. How are got, you, though? We haven't... I'm good. I am really good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of busy like you are, trying to... Get some get some plans in place for projects this year. Twenty eighteen. Obviously, carry on the pilot. We need to get to the bottom of it soon. Yeah, I, I like reckon we're near. We're near. I feel like we're, we're getting there. We're starting to sieve out all the sort of chaff for the wheat. Yeah, you know, Big Bang Theory being quite low down. <laughs> yeah, um, Archer didn't exactly get a great score it last didn't. week. Very yeah. very sort of middle of the road. So but sometimes I feel like we're the, finding. Yeah, sometimes to find the best thing, you have to find all the worst things as well. Yeah, for instance, Sex in the City. That's going to be the worst thing, I'm sure. We haven't I, done it yet, but... I don't believe it for a second, Jed Shepard. <laughs> we will see. It will be magical. Okay. Uh, so, as him. always, we are away to watch two pilot episodes in the week. We come together, give them a review, and a score out of 20. Jed Shepard, your first this week. Which show did you pick of the two we're doing? The show that I picked out of the two that we're doing was The Americans. <laughs> The 
American, so... I did it in a normal voice that time. I did it in a normal voice. <laughs> did you not like my, my American I know, I liked it. I quite liked it. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew a little bit about this. Um, it's because Amazon Prime keeps pushing at me. You know, at the top the top kind of... Yeah, recommended shows. Yeah, that's, it's always there. And I'm like, come on, I, I can't like it. it. It can't be that good. Um, because you don't really hear that much about it, but... Is um, this how you found Halt and Catch Fire as well? Same though? as a how, yeah. They, got, the algorithm does work. Oh yeah. Um, so the Americans, it's and it's always one of those things at the end of end of year list. Uh, journalist, TV journalists say this is one of one of their favourite shows of the year, and and I just like I'm not going to be into this. This doesn't look like my kind of thing. I knew the basic premise, uh, which I'm about to tell you. It's about a couple who are essentially sleeper cell in America. Um, they are posing as a married couple in a, a suburban house, and they are in fact Russian spies. Yeah, that's that. In a, in a sentence, that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah, and they are basically gathering intelligence for the Russians. Um, and but the only thing is, a little bit like Breaking Bad, they have a next door neighbour that is an FBI agent, and you find that out in the first episode. Um, and I've only watched the first episode, by the way. I haven't. Oh, you haven't watched on either. I haven't okay, watched on it yeah. yet. Um, but I was suitably entertained quite a lot by this episode for a number of reasons, um, and a number of things flabbergasted me. The fact, like, I still can't work. They're, they're not really a married couple, are they? No, they, well, they were just put. I was trying to work. Okay, so they're posting. They've got kids. It took a while. It took a while for I that to become apparent because, because uh, like, first of all, you see the wife. Dressed up, having sex with like some kind of politician. To, uh, yeah, and I'm she's like, wearing a blonde wig. Yeah, yeah. And the husband. At first, you don't realise it's a wig. She's just a blonde. Her, yeah. and, you, and you kind of know, you get this vibe straight away that something isn't totally right about her. Like, yeah. she, there's definitely something underhanded about her, for exactly. sure. And, he, and she literally does have sex with him. And later on, like, you hear, you see the husband listening in. On the on the, those escapades, he's thinking he's he seems to be fine with this. And then later on, you see him doing the exact same thing. He is uh, yeah. he's uh, in in uh, flagrante. Is that the right? Word? It, yeah, it seems like a relationship of of convenience and of mission. Yeah, rather it's than the cover. Uh, yeah, um, but I'm guessing as but this, this is series deep cover, they, yeah, they've yeah. had children together. They yeah. have changed their names. They've relocated. It's it's deep, and their deep and, and American accents are flawless. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's essentially the the best sleeper cell you can get because they've been sleeping for ages, um, and and they're always quite careful not to get caught. But suddenly, an FBI agent has moved next door to them, and they don't know if he's there by coincidence, which could be they have to yeah, live, like they say, have FBI to live somewhere, have to live somewhere, or they're onto them, um, and they're in this. They have a sticky situation um, with the fact that they've kidnapped um, someone who knows who they are, um, a potential Russian... I can, I can work out, yeah, he's a Russian spy of some sort, intelligence agency. Yeah, well, basically, he he, he kind of knows who they are. I and, can't work out, is he a mole, though? Because I couldn't work out why they've kidnapped him. Um, well, you kind of find out... So this is quite... If you've not seen it, this yeah. will be quite confusing, but... Uh, uh, well, basically, he was involved in um, kidnapping... Or doing something really terrible to the to the wife of the family, because you see that's why yes. she wants oh, to hurt. Yeah, him. of course, that's the flashback from earlier on, uh, for later on in the episode. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it boils down to just to simplify it. He's in their car boot in the garage. Um, the FBI agent's sniffing around, and it's basically a cat and mouse game. He's not dead, by the way. He's alive. He's alive. Yeah, he's he's just tied up, and they're trying to in- extract information out of him, and he's not giving it. Um, and the wife's just like, kill him, just 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 kill him. Um, and the husband is very reluctant to do so. I'm not going to spoil it, but um, this is set up against their normal family life because they've got kids. The kids have to go to school. Yep. They have to have, and they know nothing as well. The kids yeah. don't know at all anything that's going on. Exactly. They believe they're fully American. Yeah. There's literally no reason for them to think anything other than they're an ordinary four, yeah. four member family. So. Exactly. And I like the kind of code that the husband and wife got. It's like, oh yeah, the the engine's not working in the in the car and in the garage, which kind of means like he's not talking. The guy in the boot isn't talking. Um, and I just love it. I, I love everything everything about this this pilot episode. Basically, uh, one of the things I really liked is when um, they go in shoe shopping, and there's this real pervy pervy guy there with a Errol. Some, yeah, I wrote his name down. Yeah. I just went Errol's gonna die. Yeah, basically, this guy called Errol, who 
is it, what is it? You led to believe he's like a like a like a predator. child a child predator, yeah. Because he's there with his girlfriend, who seems to be very young, um, and of, uh, of questionable age. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And then he starts kind of flirting but with Philip, who is the the guy of yeah. the couple. So you've got Philip Jennings and Elizabeth Jennings. They're they're the, they're the Russians playing the Americans, yeah. as it were. So, so Philip's, Philip's da- with his daughter, daughter, and uh, the guy was is basically flirting with the daughter, and she's like he, thirteen. Yeah, and Philip's obviously not happy about this. So just just checks out his details very quickly, and, and you just know, okay, that's going to pay off later. Well, this is why I wrote down Errol's yeah. going to die. <laughs> Errol's going to die because Philip and Elizabeth, uh, you know, not. Being the fact that they're trained Russian assassins slash spies. Yeah, but um, Philip doesn't seem the type, does he? No, 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 you're yeah. right. He doesn't seem the type, but but the, because but he you, must be. Because he by this be. point, you've sort of seen enough of them to know that they're very highly trained, very skilled. They, they, they're good with firearms. They're good with their fists. Yeah. Um, they don't mind getting a bit of a poo kicking. Um, <laughs> so you kind of think... Is he gonna do something here? But you're just hoping him. You just, you just wish you wanted him to. Oh yeah, god! Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've I've not watched the show for a while where yeah. I've wanted someone to get the absolute granny kicked out of them. Yeah, I'll just more like, than this bloke. But things like, and then we. After and we I actually, it, I'm actually quite pleased he didn't kill him. Well, this is this is the thing. I I almost enjoyed the fact he what he did to him. Yeah. With the barbecue fork. Yeah, yeah. Well, later on we see that scene. It's not, but, it's not really bad, but <laughs> it's bad enough where you sort of go, yeah, you won't do that again, will you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I think we discussed it. Like I didn't realize that was Errol because it's all dark and stuff. You mean Philip? Uh, no, I didn't realize it was Errol. Getting, oh yeah. Uh, getting the revenge on him um, I was kind of, kind of confused by that and I thought it was completely separate but yeah because you texted me about that and I said no no that's Errol yeah, I was like, that's the guy I don't know what's going shop. on yeah um, but I mean besides my confusion this this uh, it's really good series is good it's yeah. very very gripping um, uh, it's really well told yeah it reminds well me out. it reminds me of, of things like Breaking Bad um, it's a little bit of because it's, uh, it's kind of set in the 80s yeah um there's a little bit of like Halt and Catch Fire about it as well. Yeah, I would. I actually wrote down something that relates to the theme music, which we've just heard. I can't even remember it. Um, Besides, to listen it's to quite, it right now. It's quite banshee. Interesting. So if you we need to do banshee, we, it's on the list, mate. Okay. We have to do it yeah, soon, yeah. though. I love um, banshee. The the opening credits were a little bit sort of banshee. Um, okay. For me, there, there was a, there's an element of Are it. Are you saying that as a as a diss? No, 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 not at all. No, I I love Banshee, yeah. and I think when we review it, the pilot, oh, I so think it's going to get a good so score. So good, actually. Um, there's something. It's the undercover nature of it. It's the it's the lies. It's the deceit. It's the very very violent nature of this, which you can tell yeah. is going to get you know bigger and bigger because ultimately you're dealing with you know, uh, Russians infiltrating the Americans. And, yeah. and, and you're talking a high, high uh, sort of, I guess, terrorism and FBI levels, aren't yeah. you? You're talking about very, very high end... Um, I mean, I, I didn't know... Guerrilla warfare, almost. I, I didn't know where this... Were. I've, I've never seen, or as far as I'm aware, I, I hadn't seen these two actors before, the, the husband and wife. I thought I recognised uh, the wife, Elizabeth Jennings, Kerry Russell. Kerry Russell, yeah. And I've just checked what she's done. So TV-wise, uh, she started off at the Mickey Mouse Club, right. like, like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Yep. Then she went on to Boys Me- Boy Meets World, Married With Children. Uh, she went on a little bit later. She was Felicity in the in the long-running series Felicity, 84 episodes. Okay. And I kind of remember that. Um, and then she did Scrubs for a couple of episodes. Um, and then she's in... Uh, she looks more familiar than, than he does. Oh, and yeah. that's uh, Matthew Reese. Oh, yeah, because she's, she's in a ton of like films as well. Uh, Mission Impossible 3... Um, Honey, I blew up the kid, but she was a kid. She's one of the kids, and Honey, I blew up the kid. Okay. Um, so yeah, she she's been around. Um, I I liked them. They were a good combo. They they work well together. Yeah. And I can't. I don't know if I. Um, no, I don't think I wrote his name down. The the Russian general, is he the okay. guy from Home Alone? Is he the bad guy from Home Alone? No. The the fourth one with the different kid, not Macaulay Culkin. You're asking me to name an actor from. The fourth Home Alone. I'm not going to remember that. You know, you know that when they changed Home Alone, it wasn't Macaulay Culkin, it was yeah, the other kid. Yeah, they did that in three. Was that three then? Okay, yeah. so in number three, yeah. the, the, the Russian sort of dude, the bad guy, the one in charge. Right. I think it's him. Um, is his name Noah Emmerich? Um, Noah Emmerich. Well, I, I wrote Noah Emmerich down to Stan Beeman, so... 
Is is he the one in Home Alone? Well, well, he, he's the he's the FBI officer, not him. No, no. Oh, right. No, sorry, not him. No, he's a, he's a really good actor though. I've seen him in many things before. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the guy who plays the, the Russian general. You don't get to see him a lot in this. He's, he's only briefly in it. Yeah, his um, name's Lev Gorn. Yeah, Lev I Gorn. I don't know what he's been. Part part of me really thinks it's. It. I mean, I might be barking up the wrong tree again, but um, no, I it's happened before. I don't think he was in Home Alone. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in The Wire, Law and Order, uh, Street Fighter, The Latter Years. That was a TV show, apparently. Um, NCIS, The Mike Tyson Mysteries, uh, which is a cartoon. Um, <laughs> what? You have to say that sentence again. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Yeah, The Mike Tyson Mysteries, where it's a cartoon where Mike Tyson goes and solves mysteries. We, we need to. We need to. We need to do that. We need to do that. That, that show automatically sounds like something I need to watch just to see if I can get my head around it. It only came out a couple of years ago, mate. Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really Mike Tyson in the voice as well. <laughs> the Mike Tyson. That's too good not to have on the list. Yeah. Hang on. Hashtag. Put it on the list. It's basically him, and he's got a team of people that help him, and it's, it's basically Scooby Doo. The Mike um, Tyson mysteries. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We've got to do it, mate. It's on the list. He's uh, no, it's, it's quite it's quite a popular show. I, I might be doing. I've seen one episode. It was it was pretty damn funny. It's remarkable. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Well, that's, that's that's a side thought. Anyway, for now, um, great soundtrack to this. I thought yep, the music yep. the music was really good. With Anything it. set in the eighties is going to have a yeah, good soundtrack. It's got yeah. some great tracks to it. Um, quite a long first episode as well, just over an hour. Just oh, six, okay. in about sixty-five minutes. Okay, nice. Um, so I'm not sure if this was shown in over like a ninety-minute period originally. I don't know. Like, you know, with all the adverts, you got yeah, all the adverts. In it. Actually, maybe you're right. With the adverts, it would have been about ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Once you add it all up, um, first aired on the thirtieth of January, twenty thirteen. Yep. So it's not really that old. It's about five years old now. No, yep. Um, Very but, high ratings but, but, on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, 90%. Yeah. Even IMDb gave it a pretty high rating yeah. as well, in fairness. It's, it's um, very, very popular. It is. And I think it's got a lot of potential to go on for quite some time and mm-hmm. and, and be interesting and engaging yep. for quite a while. I think there's is there four, five seasons? It's five seasons so five far. Five seasons yeah. so far and still, still going as we speak. So... Yep. Um, you can catch up with this. I think it's on, it's on Amazon. You say it's on Amazon. It's currently on Amazon, yeah. I don't know if all the seasons are, but um, I'm guessing they are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. I hadn't even heard of it before. Hadn't even heard of it. It's but what shows for. Straight in there at the start, you get to meet the, well, you get to meet Elizabeth, but she's in disguise with this blonde wig. Uh, there's a pretty intense foot race um, before <laughs> they sort of kidnap this guy and chuck him in the boot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's you know they, they do get a bit of a kick in you yeah, know but, yeah. but all of them all of them take a bit of punishment and, mm-hmm. and you sort of go all right this is going to be one of those sorts of shows yeah. you, you sort of know early on what you're what, what you're in for really yeah. it's exciting it's, it's an exciting show and um, it's like we say in all of the good pilot shows it, you have to want to watch the next episode and yeah. this made me want to watch the next next episode yeah, I haven't as a, of yet well there's a dynamic as well between Elizabeth and Philip which. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it unfolds. She is clearly yeah. much more strong-minded oh, yeah, about yeah, staying yeah. with it because he's like, well, this could be our chance to get out. You know, we've yeah. we've been here a well, long time. He wants time. out. He wants out. He, he wants, wants to, out. Yeah. We've we've kind of joined the story as um, a Stan, the FBI agent played by Noah Emmerich, comes in. So he's he's sort of comes into the story. He's moved in just across the road next door. Um, so we're going to be basically following him and see how long it takes him to suss out something's not yeah. right. And he clearly knows something's not right because he breaks into the garage. And they nearly killed him. Yeah, they nearly killed him for that. He breaks into the garage yeah. early in the night. Um, and I must admit, I, when he first breaks into it, I was thinking, they are so hearing this yeah. and knowing he's in the garage. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and then he sort of wanders around and, and whatnot and you sort of think, no, maybe not. Maybe the, po- maybe the point is he's going to have moved something and they're going to know in the morning that he's that someone's been yeah, in the garage yeah, yeah. and then just as he leaves the garage you see a shadow and a figure and there's uh, is it her Phillips no Phillips, oh, Phillips, there Phillips with a gun. stood there with the silencer attached in the shadows and it's just a it's a brilliant piece of uh, yeah. cinematography just with that depth perception yeah that's great you yeah, know yeah. um I mean, yeah, it's, it's really well done it's, yeah. it's exciting you're right yeah, yeah. it's really exciting and I did mm-hmm. I wouldn't if you'd have pitched it to me as uh, some Russian spies pretending to be Americans to infiltrate the the US. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have entirely been convinced yeah. to go for it. I mean, the funny thing but is, diving straight in. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Funny thing is, like they're essentially the enemy, and we're rooting for 
the enemy, yeah, the Russians. That's a good point. And you want the Russians to win against America, which is kind, kind of, of counterproductive. Kind of anticipate whether or not the children will ever find out. Yeah, I mean, I'm less interested in that because I mean, they don't think they really matter. No, I know, but 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 they, they are still they add an element of it to, to it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's another layer. But what I think is going to be interesting is, I reckon during these series, and hopefully by the end of the first season, because I do want to watch it. I reckon there are. I know they're only posing as a married couple, but I think eventually they'll, they'll actually fall in love with each other and it'll be even harder to do their job because it'll be something like, oh, you, we promised we wouldn't fall in love, it compromises our situation, but then they actually do. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where I see I, it. I think there's a lot of potential. They can go in so many different yeah, ways yeah, yeah. From, from here. So it's, it's a really good start, really strong start. Yeah, I love it. Um, there's so many shows for us to watch, though. That, like, I want to I start and continue this one, but it's hard because Holt and Catch Fire, I'm, I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> that is very true. There was one gripe I had with it, though. There we go. Um, and this is something that I think I'm a little bit of a, a snob for, uh, and that's bad sound foley. Now, you know what that yeah, is, yeah? Because yeah, yeah? yeah. you've worked in television, you've written stuff and whatnot, so mm-hmm. you'll know what this is. But, uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, when you when you capture sound on set, uh, you do so with, uh, you know, the best microphones you can. Of course, you want to try and catch it all in its natural element, but quite often you'll go out afterwards into post-production and add little sound effects, the rustling of leaves, you know, the brushing of a coat against it, footsteps in car parks. And there was a few too many of them that were just... Yeah? Like yeah, what? I can't even really remember the specifics, but... It was the 80s. Maybe stuff sounded different back then. <laughs> no. It was made five years ago. This is a time when... It was set in the 80s. I don't care. I don't care. It, it, I, it was enough to make me write it down. Okay. Maybe just it was... Little thi- there was little things I was thinking, like, they just haven't mixed it particularly well. And it, and it stood out enough for, to annoy me. I didn't, I didn't notice it. And, and, and it might be me. It might just be me. So it was something like like a car, a car door slamming, and it was a cat noise. Like or nothing, nothing uh, annoys me now more than a show that um, does the voice dubbing afterwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, that's a comment I want to make about. Um, that's called ADR, by the way. Yes, yeah, yep. for the nerds who are out there. Um, the, the, that's a comment nerd. about um, some of the older shows that we made where they've obviously redone the voice because the mic hasn't picked them up properly. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's too noisy in the environment. Yeah, so you have yeah, to so you just do, you just do it to make it sort of clearer. Um, that's literally the only gripe I had yeah. with it. Sometimes we do a whole episode and then the sound isn't good enough, so we have to lip sync our own voices. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, it's just, and it's just part and parcel so that when you watch it indoors, yeah. you can enjoy it and understand what's being said and uh, and, and so on and so forth. Create yeah. more sort of tension with the sound effects. So I, it was just a little thing. I, I wrote it down. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to leave it off because it was... Okay. It annoyed me enough to write it down, so there we are. Okay. But okay. Uh, otherwise... Small gripe. Very, very, very good episode. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I've got my score. We'll do them at the end. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and the show... The next show we're doing is one that you chose, Rob. I did indeed. I uh, didn't really know what uh, The Americans was going to be about, but you roughly explained it last week, and yeah. that inspired me to tell us to go away and watch the pilot to 24. We have to do this in 24 minutes now. Really? Okay. Okay. Do you have a stopwatch? Uh, yeah, hang on. Yeah. Is that longer than we usually do or shorter than we no, usually do? No, that's about normal. Okay. That's, that is about right. So stopwatch, really. We have Three, to do exactly 24, 24 minutes. 24 minutes, okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay. This show yep. is a proper... Um, setter of rules it's a breaker of boundaries it changed television and i'll explain why it's i think a bit that of a is. bold statement there mr jelly the jelly man it is a very sta- bold statement yeah um the title sequence very very different to anything else that was out at that time you know you have yep. to bear in mind i'll throw this straight away 6th of november 2001 mm-hmm. now they'd have been filming this and making this obviously through 2001 yep. uh it would have then landed on televisions Two months after nine eleven. Well, it was set for one month after they had they had to like delay it because it was too close to nine eleven. Yeah, and um, yeah. because of what the content of the show is, um, it was just too close to the knuckle. So yeah. worth bearing that in mind uh, when we say some of the things we say about um, the whole sort of starting it with this and and the actually the, the idea of the show being called twenty four and then setting it as the voiceover says. In real time. Yep. Events occur in real, in real time. time. 
central concept that's just execution is brilliant it is, yeah you're right every it's hour so of the show simple. it's such a simple idea yeah. and I'm not sure why nobody had tried it before yeah every maybe hour, they had and it hadn't worked but yeah every hour of the show is an hour in the show as well so while we're sitting at home with our feet up on the sofa the exact hour is being played out on TV yeah, um, yeah. the first episode is midnight to 1am yeah on the night of the presidential primary for California. Yep. So set in California, um, you have a guy called David Palmer who's running for the presidential candidacy, uh, and you've got a guy called Jack Bauer, yep. uh, a name that you've probably heard of. Yeah, before, even if you haven't seen this show, Jack Bauer is a name. Who is the heard head of. of an agency within the government who is about uh, sort of terrorism prevention? Is it, is it, is it CTU? Is it C- CTU? Yeah, CTU. CTU. Central Terrorism Unit or something? Something like that, yeah. Um, also, I've got a question for you on okay. the split screen sections of the yep. show. So throughout the the episode, you get these little moments where they sort of join scenes by doing cutaways from one to another. But yep. they also do this clever thing, and I, I think it's certainly clever. You'll probably break the mystery of this now, mm-hmm. um, where you have the same shot being shown from two different angles. Okay. Now, I've never been on a television set as such for this sort of thing, but yeah. I, in my in my mind, I know mm-hmm. that when they film things, they will do one take with one angle. Yeah. They'll just do the take again, exactly the same thing, but all the actors will reset and mm-hmm. go again, and they'll yeah. film it from another side, and then the edit is all done. Yeah. This is not done that way. This is literally done with two camera angles at the same time yeah. because they put both angles on screen at the same time. And it matches exactly. And it's, and it's yeah. exact. So you know yeah. it's the same shot, mm-hmm. just from two different sides. Yeah. Is this the first example of that? No. No. Um, it's... I mean, it's been used in film a lot. Um, someone, Yeah, but even where they show it both, both yeah, the shots. Yeah, so there's a, um, a particular director, Brian De Palma, who is really well known for it. He started doing it back in the 70s. I mean, he didn't invent it, but he popularised it. And then I think his, his most famous use of it is in the film Carrie, oh, um, yeah, yeah. where you see, uh, especially towards the end, where she's essentially killing everyone with her psychic powers, you see... Um, uh, split split screens of the same person dying it from different angles, um, and yeah. So that, this that, isn't a new technique as such. No, no, okay. no, no. But I mean, I think it's one of the best uses of it because the reason why they do split screens in this is because they can't they can't really cut away to somewhere else because you want to see what's going on with Jack Bauer. So sometimes you want to see him on screen as well as something else happening. Yeah. And also when he's on the phone to someone, you can't just cut from one person to another person because it's in real time. So you want to see both people at the same time. It's just, it's really inventive. And I think it, they had to do it because of the yeah. format of the show. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I wonder whether or not they decided to use that technique after they decided to do this in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to make it easier. I yeah. guess, to tell the story. Um, I do have a gripe, though, with the real time. You and the gripes. I'm just sorry, mate. A bunch I, of gripes. I've just got a... Yeah, I've just, there's too many at the supermarket. There's an offer. <laughs> um, when he gets a phone call, so um, the episode is, starts out and he's sat at home with his daughter. Playing uh, chess. They're playing chess. Yeah. And it's getting quite late. That's very TV thing. Yeah. Fathers don't play chess with their daughters. No, no I mean, uh, we'll brush over that, though. Yeah, brush yeah. over. That's not my gripe. Yeah. Um, she she goes to bed anyway, and and she's having a bit of a bicker with her mum. They've just got back together, I think. Jack and and, and his wife Kim, um, uh, so on and so forth. So anyway, yeah. they, he gets a phone call, uh, and it's work, and they've called him in. Now, being head of this terrorism sort of division, counter terrorism unit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you you sort of need to can't, you're on call, aren't you? Twenty four seven. If the if the duty calls, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, "Look, I'll give you a call when I'm on the road, right?" And you think, "Okay." So now what we're going to get? We're going to get a cutaway to another part of the story. Perhaps we'll go and learn about someone else in the series. Um, get introduced to another element of what, where this is going to go. So he jumps mm-hmm. in the car anyway. Uh, oh no, no, because she, she um, daughter jumped out the window. Didn't yeah. She? So the so the, they Sorry, have yeah. basically have a. The the, the 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 mum and the dad, Jack Barrow and his and Kim, yeah. and Kim, Kim. No, they have a um, kind of a conversation. You know, there's some there's been some issues, and um, I think the daughter blames the mum for Jack Barrow being out in the house because they've had arguments. He's been yeah. away for a few weeks, so they, and they both go and knock on the daughter's door. And they open the door, and she's like done a runner, she's done a runner out, out the there, window, and- just as he gets a call to say that the, the, the senator's life is um, on the line. Yeah. Um, 
which and is where the David Palmer storyline yeah. comes in. And so, this whole thing kicks off the series of 24. Yeah, so so she, she's gone out, and obviously now they're worried about where she's gone, who she's gone with, so on and so forth. So they're trying to just track her down, make sure she's okay. She's a late teens, I guess, so yeah. um, it's sort of like in that balance of, like, you know, she's old enough to make these decisions, but we're still worried about her, so on and so forth. So Jack yeah. leaves, he's on the phone to a, an ex-boyfriend to check in, and he gets in the car. This is where the gripe starts, okay, because yeah, yeah. I clocked the time that he gets in the car. I actually went back and did it. Um, it takes him one minute and 33 seconds in real time yeah. to get from his driveway to park at work. Who lives 93 seconds from work? Is that true? I timed it. Okay, let me let me work this out. Is that I, true? I t- no, I swear to you, I, if I hadn't been watching this in a critical way, I wouldn't have noticed it. In fact, when I watched this... Whenever I last watched Twenty Four, when I watched the first season before, mm-hmm. yeah, I never realised. I never really put the two and two together. But being critical about it for the purposes of the podcast, well, this has only shown you an hour, so I could, yeah, interesting. I, I would have expected him to be five minutes, okay, but it was a minute and thirty three seconds mm-hmm. from him literally handbrake off and pulling out of the drive to yeah. handbrake on at the car park. So he was driving, considering he stops at traffic lights, for a minute and thirty-three seconds. I mean, and I, he's moved next to he's moved next to the headquarters. That's it. They put him up there because it's easier to get into work. Yeah, but you can run. You know, if you, it takes you that ninety seconds of driving. He needs his car to to go and do stuff. To go out on the, on the beat. I just it, to me it was it stood out being something I was watching for. Okay, it jumped out and I was like, so you, really? you were looking for the time. You you were looking for the kind of times and. Well, no, I wasn't when it first, when he first pulls away. Yeah, it's yeah. only when he arrived and I went, he got there a bit quick. <laughs> and because I had that whole like real time, real time sort of yeah, yeah, process yeah. going through my head. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's that's a little bit. Interesting, okay. I, I almost want them to have strung that out for five more minutes. Just him in the car listening to, putting on music and stuff. Yeah, or... Singing along. Yeah, I I mean, don't get, don't get me wrong. Again, going back, it's midnight between midnight and one o'clock. There is nothing else on the road. Yeah. You know, it, it's dead on the roads. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the night. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, you can't live close to work, because of course you can. It's yeah, not like yeah. they live in um, the, out the sticks and he, he works right in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of small suburb, I guess, that yeah. he's, the, the headquarters of this, uh, this crime... Um, Central... Central ter- uh, Terrorism Unit is based. Yeah. So they're not... You know, in the middle of the city, they're not in the sticks out in the, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. So there's well, a fine balance, but I think you've got to suspend your disbelief for things like this because I mean, there's some really weird stuff happens in this series, yeah. and lots of like stuff where you just have to go, okay, put my brain, leave my brain out the door for five minutes for an hour. I think I think it would be, I'm being a bit, you know, harsh really because yeah. I think it would be impossible yeah. to make a show that is set in this real time sort of world, yeah, and be accurate and all the tiny details like that so you've definitely drank your grape juice today i have i have so (laughs) let me put that down let me leave that because the rest of it i am i i'm super i'm super pleased with i love this show it's Um, great it's it's one of my favorite shows when i watched it first time around i was straight into the rest of the season i watched the whole first season in about two or three weeks the casting is, is brilliant his assistant um yeah i love her she's she's brilliant because obviously nana yeah she, they've had they've had they've got a history together yep Jack Bauer and his assistant so there's that going on yeah, as well yeah that kind of history <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what we're talking about there's that going on and but also he's so reliant on her he is so and, and she like respects even though they've had history she respects him a lot um, also like kind of puts up with him as well a little bit but yeah. he, he even though he's got a wife at home she's almost like his wife work wife yeah work wife and I hate that term because it's really disrespectful to your actual wife if, if yeah, you've got a work yeah. wife if if, uh, if, you, if your girlfriend um, said oh, how was work and you'd be oh yeah my work girlfriend was a bit weird today <laughs> yeah she wouldn't, she wouldn't be too happy yeah no yeah exactly. but like um, the yeah yeah I, I love the, the chemistry between um, the, the assistant what's her name again Nana Nana and, and Jack I just think it's, it's brilliant and um, he relies on her so much just for information and almost to keep him sane throughout this craziness yeah that's about to embark on uh, so you get quite a lot going on in this first episode as, as you as you generally do with a pilot but it sets out all the necessary ingredients by about by about 20 minutes in you've got a full setup of the main characters that you're going to be following for the yeah. next 24 episodes 
And I deliberately say that because I think, you know, it's, it's key to know that when they're starting this out, you, you, you're very much defining the length of your work by going, yeah. it's called 24, it's set in real time, it's starting at midnight, this is going to be the most insane 24 hours of and it is. anyone's life. And it really, really is. Do you know what I love? Like, so after the first season, obviously 24 episodes... And and it's the, it's the most it's the stuff that happens in this is just crazy. I mean, if it happened to twenty people, it would be crazy. <laughs> but then series two, series three, series well, four, it steps it up even more. It's like it, how what a day! I Who's had a worse I day? That far on, so don't go oh, too don't okay. go too mad with the details. Some of so it question is mental. Questioning on on that then is is this in a way a little bit anthology esque? Uh, in that one yeah. season is a story. Yes. And then season two is a new story altogether. Yeah, basically it's like that. Though, I mean, obviously there's some running themes. Um, yeah, uh, with the wife and the daughter. The daughter's always getting into trouble, um, and the assistant's always there to help. And um, but I mean, they do carry on from each other. Specifically, um, this isn't a spoiler, but something happens to Jack at the end of one of the series, mm. and it starts off the next series when he's in a very, very difficult predicament, um, and. Yeah, so I mean, they are kind of standalone, yeah, but they're, they're also they're tied. There's obviously a tie. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, all right, it's a question for you. Yeah, Jack is just from the pilot. Now, this is going to be hard for both of us because we've seen on. Okay, is Jack a good cop that is a little bit true with the rules, or is he yeah. a bad cop that you know sort of just dances within the you know the, the honesty? I think. He's shades of of all of them. Um, I think generally he wants to do the good thing, but he doesn't doesn't matter who. To, in order to save America, to keep America safe, he is willing to literally do anything. He he will put a gun to his own daughter's head if he has to to, to help America. Um, so yeah, he. I mean, but I mean, the person who puts themselves in the firing line to save the people who run America. I mean, you're either stupid or or genius, I guess. Yeah. Um, so actually, no. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sort of referring. Well, who, really... What do you think? I think he's actually. I think he's a good guy. He's <clears> a good guy. He may not be the best dad or the husband. Yeah. But I think he's a, a, a good guy for the. I country. think he's a good guy. You know, at the core, um, doesn't always do things the right way for sure. Yeah. Um, he's more of an act now. I'll explain later. Yep. Kind of character. Uh, that's certainly demonstrated when he's in the office with. Oh, who's the the uh, the guy that comes in? I can't remember the any other of agency. Names. And you know full well he's just going to be a pain in the backside because he's yeah. you know got a sort of job title that's above his pay grade yeah, and, and yeah, so yeah. on and so forth. So you know he's going to be a job's worth. Um, and then when Jack instantly, and I think this is this is one of the elements that makes you think he definitely is the good egg of the of the show, is that he gets this hunch that something's not right, yeah. and then he's proven right. Um, and you know it's this whole sort of. Like I say, it's the act now, explain later type sort of attitude that he has. He's like, something's not right with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I want to listen in on that call upstairs. And yeah. it turns out he's phoning the talking clock. So, <laughs> so you know, rather than like do what most grown-ups might do and that's just go upstairs and go, you know, what are you actually doing here? Come on, spill the beans. You know, he goes downstairs, opens a filing cabinet, takes a binder out, like the old school, you know, the school binders used to have. You used to put like your English homework in. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets a gun. Yeah, yeah, a gun, hides it inside, walks up the stairs like nothing's happening, uh, pulls it out and shoots him in the leg. It's a tranquilizer gun. Yeah. I mean, no, no some, question. Sometimes he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't even go, like, explain yourself, yeah. or I'm going to shoot, no, just bang in the leg. You've got, you got to trust your hunch. And with someone like Jack Bauer, his hunches are generally right. Yeah. Experience has told him he needs to do that. Yeah, that's very true. All right, so on from Jack then to Palmer, David Palmer. What about him? Um, obviously, you know, we're in, we're in 2001. Yeah. So this would have been... When did uh, when did Barack Obama get in? Uh, Four. 2004, wasn't it? Mm, Four to 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no it wasn't. It was eight to 16, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? So eight to 16. So, so nine years ago, basically. So, yeah, this was, so it was a little while before yeah. Barack Obama. So, you know, you're setting up a storyline where, you know, you might end up with the first black president... Um, and you're sort of following his campaign trail. The team are up in the, uh, the the suite at the top of this building, or near the top at least. Uh, you know, it's midnight. Yeah. You know, they're still up. They're still working away. He's up. The wife's up. All the team are working. And then he takes a phone call from the um, 
like a TV host of some sort. He has a chat show, obviously a very big name in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, he, and she obviously threatens with him threatens him with a story that she's heard about him um, and he nearly loses it yeah and then he, he realises no because if you say anything it could be on record yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. keep calm this conversation's over bang hang up the phone right done the right thing but instantly you're sort of thinking we'll see what's something's up there's a skeleton in the closet coming out here I mean it's written and presented in a way where, you, where you're led to believe he's a bad guy from this pilot episode, I don't think it gives you enough information for you to make a, a decision. See, I don't think he's a bad guy. I get the vibe that he's a good guy, a genuine good guy, and he just has something in his past that, yeah. so, like the press, because the press do this, don't they? They dig mm-hmm. up stuff, anything they can dig up to write a story just to fill a few pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, get a few. Extra- I'm waiting for an expose on the pilot podcast. Oh yeah, just absolutely. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, they've chosen shows they like, not ones that, <coughs> that they. They're biased. <laughs> yeah, Pugwall should have got a higher score. Yeah, yeah. Damn that jelly! <laughs> his score for Twin Peaks. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get the feeling he's a good good guy. Um, he just has something mildly questionable in his in his past, and they're just trying to rattle his cage. And I, I, for me, that's the story. That is, is he going to make it to? Uh, not only have you got the threat on his life, which he doesn't know about at this point, yeah. um, but then he's also got this, obviously, a very personal attack on him going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I guess, you know, if you're running for office of any sort, whether it's in the UK, the US or anywhere, like, there's always going to be someone that wants to try and take you out in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I mean, the funny thing is, from from watch, re-watching this first episode again, is even though this seems... If, you, if you've only just first watched... Um, um, twenty-four. You'll think, okay, wow, this is this is on a big scale. This whole thing mm. compared to the other seasons, this is on a small scale. Really? The other seasons, the stakes are even higher. Well, then the thing is though, they they set the rules for it, didn't they? They set the rules yeah. for the show in this first series. Yeah, yeah. In in what can we do in twenty-four hours? Yeah. And then they've gone right. Well, that's what we managed in the first one. Yeah. Let's do more. Like I wrote, I, I broke it down in the end. So. This is Jack's mm-hmm. day. <laughs> One day. Okay. All right. His daughter has, has gone missing. She's she's legged it out the bedroom window. Yeah. And she's done a run up with someone. Mm-hmm. No idea where. All right. The presidential candidate's life is under threat. Yep. Uh, and when you're the head of a terrorism division, you know, that's a pretty big, you know, thing. Still remembering this is midnight. Mm-hmm. So he may have done a 10, 12 hour day. The day before, might be quite tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, why he was still up playing chess, admittedly, at midnight, I'm not entirely sure, but you know, we'll, we'll yeah. brush over that. Um, his wife, who he's obviously just kind of got back in with, yeah. um, she has gone out with a stranger to find their daughter, <laughs> right? Also, he has been told there's a mole in the agency. Yeah. So all the people you work with, one of them is leaking information out. There is, your daughter's missing, your wife's gone out with a stranger, the presidential candidate is under threat, and then, because that's not everything, is it? Let's be honest. That's an easy day. That's done by lunch in the pub. And then an aeroplane is blown out the sky. Yeah. Compare that to my day where I... That is a rubbish Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Compare it to my day where I've had uh, three Yorkies... Shandy, two leakers aids. My day, I've had a hard day. I'm surprised you're still with us, mate. I'm surprised you're still with us. I know. <clears throat> I, I, when you look at it on paper, this show should not work. It's, it's a logistical nightmare to keep us going for 24 episodes. And to yeah. make it um, accessible, make it uh, understandable, because mm-hmm. there's an awful lot going on. Yeah, you need. Great writing and a great cast, and in my opinion, they nail it. Yeah, they do. They really do. I mean, I mean, the cast alone. I mean, who would have thought? Because if you think about it, what did Kiefer Sutherland do before this? I would. That would literally my next question he, to you. Yeah. So he was a, a kind of almost a child star in in the eighties. Got to the nineties, they were like, no, no more Kiefer Sutherland. He can only do B movies straight straight to VHS. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, two thousand one, boom. Biggest star on TV. Can't like, imagine anyone else playing the character. Though. Yeah, genuinely can't think of anyone else who'd have done a better job. No, nobody. 
Nobody. Very good. Uh, Dennis Haysbert plays David Palmer. Yeah. I'm sure he's been in some stuff before. Uh, movies more than television yeah, for my yeah. sort of recognition. Yeah, yeah. Alicia Cuthbert plays Kim. Um, right, I'm sorry, right. by the way, Kim is not his wife. Kim's yeah, his daughter. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I, I got the note. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Terry is his wife. Yeah. Uh, Terry's played by Leslie Hope. Uh, Kim is played by Alicia Cuthbert. Um, and who, while, while you're excellent. talking, I'm just going to Google Alicia yeah, Cuthbert just to see what she looks like now. Because she's, yeah, she's <laughs> in a few like sort of girly sort of rom-com films as well of late. Um, Nina Myers is played by Sarah Clark and Tony Almeida, who's played by Carlos Bernard. He is one of only three people in... Uh, he's actually the sorry the third most appearances in the show of twenty four. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, Day, uh, Jack Bauer, obviously the number one, um, and I can't remember who was second. I think it might be Nina. Uh, it's Jack, Nina. That and, makes sense. And, I would have thought Tony. I would have thought Nina was like second or third, but yeah. she's second. I think. Okay. I think she's second. But um, Jack is, I think, the only person who appears in every episode of twenty four. He's almost which in every scene. Kind of as makes well. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a whirlwind, but it's it works. It's great, and like like I say, it it's worth um, pursuing the other series because it just gets madder and madder and madder until like the I think the final. Have season, you seen I'm, the last series? Which yeah. was set in London. Uh, you've seen, oh, what when they rebooted it and brought it nine. back? Nine season nine, uh, eight nine. Uh, um, I think I watched the first episode. I was like, no, I'm no, out. I'm out. Really? No, I, I liked it before they brought it back. Too far. It's way too far. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with it. See, I th- I, in my mind, seven was perfect because it was a week. Yeah. Oh, you got up to seven then? No, no, no. I know. I never. I, I didn't even get to past two. Oh, right, right. But right. I'm just saying, like seven seasons to me made sense. I was thinking that's a week. Yeah, yeah. That's a week. That's nice. For, leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, leave it open for interpretation to go on, but mm-hmm. you don't need to. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the only other thing I've mentioned because we've only got about a minute and ten seconds left before we have twenty four minutes. Dude. Um, Dude. <laughs> it aired on a Tuesday night for yeah. three seasons. Wow, yeah. It's kind of a Quite weird a time. Quite a big yeah. show well, maybe they want, to be on a really random night in the week. Didn't have any other competition, I guess. It's not a Thursday or a Friday, so no competition. Just put it on a no, Tuesday. I, I guess that, but it just seems a bit of a random night of the week. Nobody does and stuff then on they Tuesdays. Moved, and then they moved it to the Monday. Yeah, it's because nobody does stuff on the Mondays or the Tuesdays. Everyone's out on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays, so yeah, that's true. Makes sense, really. Yeah, but you know, it, it broke the mold. I feel for television in a way. Yeah. Um, it sort of maybe reinvented some techniques of, of the past and brought them back to sort of the limelight. And Technically, that, so. it's just it's, it's it's absolutely genius. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot. I loved it a lot, and I've given it uh, what I believe is quite a considerably generous score. What? Uh, well, I've, well I've, I've considered a few things. I've considered the fact that um, it was aired just after 9-11. Yeah. So that was playing on, on people's minds and maybe made people want to watch it a bit more because it was in the public conscious. See how much of it was really um, yeah. close to the so actual we'll truth. S- so we'll see what score I give it, I guess. All right, stand by. Scores in the way. That was pretty neat, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can check that as well. That was 24 minutes. Exactly 24 minutes. On the dot. Uh, to review 24 uh, you won't get that service anywhere else I you know. can check your other podcasts you subscribe to you won't get it we need to review that film 147 days no 147 hours is that what it's called do you really think we could do a podcast 147 hours long well I do need to tell my giraffe joke that is true so. we can squeeze that in there for sure yeah right shall we go back to some scores then um, yeah. we'll start with the Americans as it will show you okay. can score first it was a breath of fresh air it was something that I didn't expect I would like but I really really do like and I'm not just saying this I will pursue it I will watch on when I have time watching Hall and Catch Fire and all the other millions of things. Almost finished today, Down Abbey. Um, I'm going to give it a high score, but not too high. I want to give it an eight. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, I really, really enjoy the Americans. Yeah, I, I would say seven and a half for me. Okay, I'm that's a seven fair and a half. score. I would like to know what happens next, yeah. which ultimately is the number one goal of any pilot episode. Yeah. Um, I've got a bit of an investment in the characters. Um yeah, and I really enjoyed it. It was a surprise watch. So, yeah, seven and a half and eight, that is 15 and a half. It's a pretty good score. I, like I think that that's a lot. pretty darn good. Yeah, 15 and a half. I'll uh, stick it into the league table in just a second. So then we get to then 24. Get to 24. Right, okay. So my uh, my show, so my score first. I won't yep. mince my words here. Nine. I mean, it's, that's it's, a high score. You've gone in, gone yeah. in hard. I, I, you know, I, I, apart from having a slight gripe with the timings at at, at times. Yeah. But you know, again, logistical nightmare trying to make that every fine detail right. Um, I'm going to go with a nine. 
I'm going to give it 8.5. Yeah. So very close to yours. It was better awesome. than the Americans, and it's one of my favourite ever shows I've uh, I've watched in in totality. Um, so I think that's a really fair, fair score. And if you haven't watched 24, where have you been? It's yeah, one of the most famous TV shows there is. Yeah. Uh, that goes in pretty high up the list as well, by the way. 24 goes in amongst uh, Stranger Things, X-Files, Downton Abbey, as you just mentioned, yeah. and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, sounds about right. Yeah, it's in there quite nicely tucked yeah. away near the top of the list. Yeah. Uh, you, by the way, you can see the whole list if you uh, head to your podcast app of choice yeah. uh, and scroll down to the bottom of the description of the episode. It will be there, the whole thing, from yeah. top to bottom. With Including all, this episode. Yeah, with all 82 shows that we've reviewed now. Yep. Um, and so what we do for the 83rd and 84th Ooh, show, that's the question. So we are... What can I, what can I do? Well... Who picks... Oh, you I, picked, I pick first. Yeah. Okay, you so, pick something. Um... It's been sat here for a little while, and I've hummed and hard about it a couple of times, actually. So, straight in, Mork and Mindy. <laughs> because I know it's got Robin Williams, and I've never watched it. Have you never watched it? I've never watched it. Oh, Mork, Mork and Mindy's. Uh, coming home from school, put it on Channel 4, Mork and Mindy on at 6 o'clock. I know it's got Robin Williams. I love Robin Williams. I'm so... I'm a genuinely, genuinely gutted he's no longer with us. Yeah. Um, but I think he's absolute genius. He is a singular screen. talent. Um, uh, he's a machine of entertainment. Yeah. And I, I just need to see this show at some point. So let's make it happen next week. Let's make it happen. Okay, well, the only thing that I can possibly put up against that is the obvious choice. Uh, because uh, if you didn't know, uh, Morgan Mini is a spin-off from Happy Days. So I'm going with Happy Days. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, yeah. So next week, Mork and Mindy versus Happy Days. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. If you want to uh, watch it ahead of time and let us know your thoughts, you're welcome to do so. You can find us on Twitter and let us know Tuesday, your thoughts. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Thursday, Friday, Happy Days. Saturday, what a day. Grooming all week for you. And I'm Judge Shepard at J E D S H E P H E R D. That's a lot of singing in that last 10 <laughs> seconds. I apologise. Uh, let us know on Twitter what you think, whether you agree or disagree with us on the Americans and 24. Uh, and any other suggestions as well? If Please let us know what you want, want us to review. We've got a long old list of shows we still have to go but that's yep. not to say that we've got them all on there so let us know and we can review uh, show your choice in the coming weeks yeah and uh, that just leads me to say see you later alligator in a while crocodile jelly man jelly man knocking at your door you really are a creep <laughs> I'm a creep <laughs>